I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be when away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried ship a Well, once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to have you to be with us at this time. Brother Munn speaking. Our program here called The Mariner's Call. This old mariner is having an opportunity to what? Cast the bread upon the waters and hopefully to be able to find it after many days. Thank you for being the audience. I sure appreciate the station. And uh, as far as these stations are concerned, uh, taking and they're thrusting forth the word of God out upon the waters of life, and they've allowed us to be one of the broadcasters. So, well, thankful the station. Thank you for uh, you, as far as the listener is concerned. Hey, if you ever like to correspond with us, you can do so. We're as close as the computer there. Our cell phone is just at FOMM dot O-R-G. That'll bring you directly to us here at Fishers of Men Ministries International in the port of Bon Secours, Alabama. This particular time in the book of Colossians, Colossians chapter 1, I found a couple of verses here uh, that bring excitement to my heart and my life and my soul, you know. And uh, I tell you, this life is burdensome. We're living in this old sinful world, you know. Soon, I think soon, we'll leave this veil of sorrows. But oh, what can just keep us excited, you know? Colossians chapter 1, verse 13, verse 12, talks about God the Father. Verse 13, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness, our heavenly Father, delivered us from the power of darkness, hath translated us into the kingdom of his Son. What about his Son? In whom we have redemption. In whom? That's Christ. In whom we have redemption. Redeemed, how I love to proclaim it. Redeemed by what? All right. In whom we have redemption through his blood, all the power. We think about the blood atonement there. We think about all the blood of bulls and goats in the Old Testament. Yeah, brought a degree of forgiveness, but never complete. Never complete. It says, through his blood. What does this redemption, through his blood, what does it equal? even the forgiveness of sins. Wow, you know. If you were to ask me, you said, Brother Mona, you're a Christian. Yes. As far as my sins, my sin, you ask me why I'm happy, so I'll just tell you why, because my sins are gone. My sins have been forgiven. I trusted Christ as my Savior many, many years ago. Trusted what he did there on Calvary to provide forgiveness for my sins. So I asked the question, are you forgiven? I didn't ask, sir, whether you was a good man. I didn't ask what denomination or what religion you were. I just asked, are you, are you forgiven? Are you forgiven? The word forgiveness means to pardon. Uh, pardon maybe an offense or a debt. Or treat an offender as not guilty, you know. 
uh, to be merciful, compassionate, you know, that's what I find. That's what I find in Christ. In fact, I'm to live my life here on this earth as a forgiven person, not only knowing my forgiveness has come from God, but because of what God has done for me, I can take and give this also to others. What can I use sort of as a pattern? All right, the Savior. It says, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. What about the Savior's forgiveness? As I read through the New Testament, I find it's first full. What do you mean full? Colossians chapter 2 and verse 13, it said, And you, being dead in your sins, hath forgiven all your trespasses, not in part, but complete, strong, abundant, abounding. The payment for this forgiveness was the blood, a full payment, all the pain and punishment for sin, my friend. He took this, uh, we think about this payment was accepted by God. And it's a full payment. I'm so glad to have my sins forgiven. It's not only full, but it's free. Romans chapter 3 and verse 24, being justified. See, this forgiveness of sin brings about complete justification, just as if I've never sinned. It says being justified freely. Are you listening, sir? Uh, freely by his grace. Talks about the propitiation for our sins, the payment, you know. You know, religion demands that I work to be forgiven, but the forgiveness that comes from Christ is both full and free, and it makes no difference. What religion we're talking about, uh, most, even in Christianity, most denominations, if you were to read into their uh, beliefs, uh, their doctrinal statements. There'll be something there that will tell you that you have to do something to get this forgiveness. I'm glad that it comes from Christ, and it's full, and it's free, you know. And I'm glad I possess that. As far as this forgiveness is concerned, is it for a certain group of people? Oh, no. It said in First Timothy chapter 2 and verse 4, it said, who would have all men to be saved? Will all men be saved? No, but that's the will of God. Verse 6, it said he gave himself a ransom for all. Our program is being heard, not only here as far as the United States, but in some areas around the globe. My friend, if you're listening, all this forgiveness is for you. Are you listening? Are you forgiven? This forgiveness is, is for you. It's full and it's free. How long will it last? Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 12. I'm glad you ask. Talks about Christ. It talks about him entering into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. As far as this redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin, how long is it going to last? Forever. However long God lives, and I'm associated with a God that lives forever, that is eternal, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. So, the Savior's forgiveness, that's a pattern. So now, what about the saint's forgiveness? All right, first of all now, this has to be experienced from God. All right. My state, yes, is one of sinfulness, but my standing before God is one of complete justification, my friend. And it would be said of you too, sir, or ma'am, 
are some young person if you've trusted Christ as Savior. This has to this experience comes from God. What, first John chapter one and verse nine? It talks about if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins, oh, and then to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. A woman one time was approached by a clergyman and said, Confess your sins. She said, Sir, I have none. He was robed in this religious garb, you know. And he said, confess your sins. She said, sir, I have none. He said, I dare you say that. What authority do you have upon which you would declare such a thing? And she said, sir, I confess them to Jesus Christ. And my friend, I have full forgiveness, my friend. This forgiveness must come from God and not a person. You ask me why I'm happy, so I'll just tell you why. Because my sins are gone. Confessed, they're gone. And this needs to be expressed to others. Now here we get to the bottom of the message, the heart of the message here. Yes, I'm glad the Lord provided for me a perfect and pure and full and free and a forever forgiveness. All oh, but this needs to be expressed to others. You know, someone said there's two marks of a Christian. It's giving and forgiving. Sir, are you listening? Giving and forgiving. You know, it's much easier to forgive than to give than to get even, you know. If Ephesians chapter four, verse thirty two, it says, Be kind one to another, tender hearted, forgiving one another. How? Even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. See, human forgiveness is analogous to divine forgiveness, you know. And uh, basically, we forgive as to the degree of our love. I'm glad God loved me so much to give me a perfect forgiveness, you know. What about your relationship to other people? If Christ can hang on a cross and no if and said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Sure, your attitude toward others could be the same. He who cannot forgive others breaks the bridge over which he must pass himself, you know. Forgiven? Are you forgiven? Not far from New York, in a cemetery lone, close guarded, its grave stands a simple headstone, and on it is graven this one word alone, forgiven. It shows not the place of the silent one's birth, reveals not his frailties nor lies of his worth, but tells out the tale from those few feet of earth, forgiven. The name is unmentioned, the date is untold. Beneath lies the body, corrupted and cold. Above rests the spirit at home in the fold. Forgiven. Uh, that would be a wonderful thing to put on a tombstone. Forgiven. And my friend, if I can declare that to you, that my sins are gone, been forgiven, surely I can live in such a way to forgive, to forgive others. You know, even... Even Stephen in Acts chapter 7 say, lay not this sin to their, to their charge. The saints' forgiveness, all oh, I live before other people, uh, with Christ being the model there. If he's forgiven me, certainly I can forgive others. What about self-forgiveness? Just for a moment. Listen, self-forgiveness, what, what is that? In the book of Philippians, Philippians chapter 3, uh, this is the Apostle Paul 
And he says something like this, forgetting those things which are behind. Now, why would he say that? Forgetting those things which are behind. It's because of what was behind the Apostle Paul. Oh, you can read the book of Acts chapter 26, verse 9, 10, 11, 12. You can see, oh, he was guilty of persecuting believers, not only just having them put in prison. Oh, my friend, sign his name to their death. He's guilty, my friend, of the death of many saints of God. And he said, just bury it, all forgetting those things which are behind. Someone said, oh, if your doggy was to die, don't bury it and leave the tail sticking out. Bury it all. The thought for this time is just the word forgiveness. Are you forgiven? Do you give to others forgiveness? Oh, as far as your own life is concerned, yes, we look sometimes at a horrible past, self-forgiveness. Forgiveness could save a home. Forgiveness could save a marriage. Forgiveness could save a church, my friend. Forgiveness could save a job. Oh, if you just cry, trust Christ for salvation, my friend, forgiveness will save a soul. Psalm 32, verse 1, blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven whose sin is covered. Oh, happy day, my sins washed away, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin. Some believers, shame on us, have still hate in our heart. And there's a lack of forgiveness, and it brings bitterness. All but forgiveness brings betterness, my friend. Are you forgiving? Or have you been forgiven? Uh, do you forgive others, my friends? Forgiveness. Forgiveness. I will cast in the depths of the sea all thy sin, whatever they be. Though they mount up to heaven, though they sink down to hell, they shall sink in the depths. And above all them shall swell all the waves of God's mercy so mighty and free. Thank God for forgiveness. In whom we have redemption. Through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Are you forgiven, sir? It's free for the asking. It comes from God's Son, you know. Do you give this forgiveness to others? Forgiven. Are you forgiven? Now, until next week, the same time, this is Fisher Munn saying goodbye.